0: Welcome to Flicks, my name's Daniel Swan, this is episode 133, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Jojo Rabbit, what happens when Taika Waititi earns enough clout in Hollywood that someone gives him a sack of cash and just says, hey, do whatever you want to do, so he comes up with Adolf Hitler as someone's imaginary friend. It's weird, but funny, but weird. bad guys is currently taken by bankers. If you need a group of antagonists that you don't need to spend time explaining or fleshing out, you just want everyone to dislike them, you make them bankers. Before bankers it was, in Hollywood terms at least, Russians during the Cold War and before that it was the Nazis. Back in the day you throw some Nazis into a film and everyone knows that these are the bad guys. Now in these troubled times where there are plenty of good Nazis according to the President of the United States of America satire Mm. it seems we need a timely reminder for some that Nazis were terrible mockable, derisable a pack of cunts and how do you truly criticise? Through humour no other way will be quite as effective I know this, you know this and Taika Waititi knows this. The writer-director of several small-scale films in his native New Zealand, including Hunt for the Wilderpeople, which we still haven't seen and which I'd very much like to see. Waititi came into international recognition with a double bill of his hilarious vampire mockumentary What We Do in the Shadows and being given permission to make Marvel weird with Thor Ragnarok. Waititi has talked about the script for Jojo Rabbit being written in 2011, but for some reason people weren't keen to give a small-time writer-director any money to make a comedy about Nazis. It didn't seem prudent. But now the world has been exposed to his particular brand of funny, the checkbooks opened, and he was given carte blanche to make a film centering on the titular Jojo Betzler, a young boy in 1940s Germany who is drinking the Nazi Kool-Aid, as young boys tend to do. He loves being a Nazi, hates those Jews, and wishes to be in the Hitler Youth. Through discoveries made about his mother and his living situation, Jojo starts to question things a little and learns that maybe Hitler, who is also his imaginary friend, isn't so cool after all. But is this satire rabbit-solutely amazing? Or is it a fucking Jo joke? Wow. Best yet?
1: Yes. The best in terms of the worst.
0: Oh, screw you. <laughs> to help me decide is the fashionably shod goofball to my one-eyed Nazi misanthrope, Tiffany B. Tiffany B, in a spoiler-free context,
1: mm.
0: what, pray tell, did you think of Jojo Rabbit? Rabbit? Rabbit.
1: I liked Jojo Rabbit. Good. I thought it was good.
0: And what did we learn <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I thought I really enjoyed it and I didn't think I expected to. No? Well, I, I didn't, I definitely didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Okay. Um, but I thought it was really funny and really sweet and, um, yeah, kept me entertained. Mm. I thought it was, I thought it struck a nice tone. Yeah. Which not everybody, uh, is able to do. Yeah, that kind of yeah, satire and humor mixed with you know genuine emotion. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it was. I think it was an appropriate level of silly. Mm. And then an appropriate level of serious.
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing that the, it, it. There is an option of just going down the kind of it's all just silly route mm. of like, I don't know. Obviously, it's a very different thing, but in terms of satire, like a kind of a Mel Brooks kind of thing of a Blazing Saddles or a Young Frankenstein or whatever, where everything's just silly. There's no real kind of, you know, there's nothing serious about it. There's nothing actual about it. It's all just kind of gags and jokes and here, blah, 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 which I think would have worked as well, but maybe not quite as well as, um, yeah, having that emotion, which I don't think Mm. I expected... From the trailers and the synopses and stuff. Yeah, didn't give
1: away that
0: part. Yeah, because I've been quite excited for this for a while. Um, I'm a big fan of Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Big fan of what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Um, Taika Waititi seems just to be a very funny chap. We saw that uh, boy, which is uh, one that he did in uh, New Zealand, which was very good as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, So I'm uh, I'm drinking the Waititi Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, but not the Nazi Kool-Aid. I'll have that on record right now. Nazis. The Lady
1: Duff protest. No too way.
0: Much, well, that doesn't even apply here because I'm a man. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was very funny, very um, yeah, very heartfelt,
3: yeah.
0: Um, and made some. I mean, it was just kind of relentlessly sweet and silly yeah except for the parts where it was very sad yeah um and i think that's in terms of some reviews that i've read some people didn't really like that some people think oh but it's the nazis you need to be war yeah but i think that it kind of makes the point that it's you know ultimately it's it's sweetness and it's it's you know it sounds very kind of cheesy, but it's it's love and the the kind of expression of love and the finding of love that is and kindness that yeah and kindness that kind of defeats hate
3: yeah
0: uh, of whatever kind of form it it takes mm. um in this case, it's Nazism, national socialism mm. um, but the idea that that it's you know it's people who hate people. Mm. and that will be beaten by people who love people
2: yeah. i think yeah
0: um and that's a lovely a lovely lesson to come away with
1: uh yes i agree uh. and um i also thought it did a good job of kind of you know obviously it was being silly about the nazis obviously it was sometimes being serious about the nazis about like you know what what the consequence is of what they're doing um, but I really thought this film did a really good job of talking about the everyday people. Yeah. The impact on people's lives, you know, mm. of like living in an environment where this is happening. And yeah, I re- I really liked that. It felt quite small scale, really. yeah, Because it's really just about one family. Yeah. Um, and I quite liked that. I think it tells a more potent story when you kind of bro- bring it down to... mm but what does this mean about how people can live their lives? Yeah, like in practice. Um, so yeah, I liked that. Who was your MVP? Uh, it was Roman Griffin Davis.
0: Roman Griffin Davis. I haven't heard that name before. Gosh. Pray tell, who is Roman Griffin Davis?
1: He was Jojo Rabbit.
0: Jojo Rabbit himself.
1: Um, yeah, he was very good. I thought. Um, You know, in the film, a film like this kind of hinges on its main actor. Um, And there were some other great actors in the film, but um, I think he, you know, if he hadn't have been so earnest and Mm. sweet and, uh, I don't know, likeable, believable, you know, endearing, Mm. the film wouldn't have been quite as nice as it was. Yeah. So, yeah, I think him.
0: Yeah, he was my MVP as well. Yeah. Yeah. Rather boringly. But he was yeah, he was he's like a cartoon character. Yeah. Just so kind of cute and sweet. He's like eleven, I think. Oh, is he? He it seems like he's about half that age. Yeah. Um but yeah, just cherubic. Yeah. And funny at earnest times and, and earnest and yeah, just really held the whole thing together and allowed you to just really um say so make the point with uh, th- through a line of dialogue that somebody says about him he says that he's a nazi and somebody says you're not a nazi you just want to be in a club and wear a funny uniform
1: yeah
0: and you really kind of get that sense yeah yeah he just want he's a kid he just yeah. wants to be you know
1: he doesn't know
0: he just wants to be you know him wanting to be in the hitler youth is no different to someone wanting to be in the cubs or the scouts yeah. or something they he doesn't just,
1: realise what, no. he's, what he's saying Yeah, or what he's signing up for. He's
0: just listening and believing the things that he's been told.
1: Yeah, and he thinks there's other kids there. it yeah. really cool. Yeah.
0: And it does look really cool in the kind of Hitler <laughs> Youth Camp that they have. They're running around and, you know, doing obstacle courses and, you know, practising with knives and stuff. It's all, you know, boys' own kind of fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. And he, he yeah, he sells it all really well. Yeah. He's a child actor. I know. And he really was very enjoyable. Yeah. What a four-leaf clover that is.
1: Well, there was a other little, his little friend as well.
0: His little friend.
1: Who was, you know, not as large of a part, but I really liked him as well.
0: Again, also a cartoon character.
1: Yeah, so cute.
0: Just super-duper cute. Yeah. Big yeah. chubby cheeks and thick glasses, and how do you not get on board with a kid yeah. like that?
1: and their little friendship was yeah. so cute wasn't it. Yeah. Hugging
0: each other and yeah. yeah that's great. Um yeah I I've I've got little else to say.
1: Me neither.
0: Other than something that I've just uh, found oh. out cuz it, it was uh based on a book. Oh which I didn't realize. No. Um but it's based on a book that's so big it doesn't even have a wikipedia page. Caging Skies by Christine Lawrence or Lunans. Oh. Um so if, it's, if it doesn't have a Wikipedia page, is it a real book? Does it even exist?
1: I don't know. We should look it up on Goodreads.
0: Look it up on Goodreads. What's it called? A subsidiary of Amazon Productions. Christine Lewnan's... What's it called? Caging Skies. It's got
1: 3.27. Yikes. Um, Kristen, Christine Lewins is a New Zealand Belgian novelist.
0: I'm sick of hearing about New Zealand, Belgian authors, personally speaking.
1: (laughs) There's just too many of them, you know? Like, give someone else a go, guys.
0: (laughs) So overall, very good. Would recommend to a friend. Go see it. It's going to be great. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, baby. Thumbs up. So that was our spoiler free review of Jojo Rabbit. If you haven't seen it, see it. Um, but if you haven't seen it, don't listen to the rest of it. If you have seen it um, and you're sticking with us to the spoiler-filled section, um, you have only a jingle's worth of time to wait before that eventuality is upon you and within you through your ears. Um, so let's have that jingle right now. We're just about to spoil this film So I'm telling you it won't be groovy If you listen any further the movie It's Spoilers! Jingle over.
1: Jingle
0: over. We are out of the desert of Spoiler Free and we are thigh deep in the swamp of Spoiler filled where we shall use our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to delve into the nitty and indeed the gritty of Taika Waititi's Jojo Rabbit. Mm. Tiffany B. Mm.
2: Give us a point, will ya? Give us a point, will ya? I don't remember the Nazis being this funny when I was a young lad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they seem terrible scary. Terrible scary. Um, OK, well, I will give you a point, and it will be... A negative point. Oh, That's where I'm starting.
0: Look at this motherfucker right here, um, starting off negative.
1: Yes, and the negative point. Pro-Nazi,
0: eh? Oh, I see.
1: Um, not
0: quite.
1: Gosh. <laughs> anyway, if I may. Please. Um, my negative is uh, Rebel Wilson.
0: Rebel, rebel, The face is a mess. <laughs>
1: Um, I just, I can't get on board with her. No. I really can't, no. And she wasn't even a big part of the film, but (laughs) This is like a side
0: part of a side part.
1: Yeah, but she was involved in all the silliness. Yeah. Um, which I love. But I just think, I think that her style is being intentionally annoying. Yeah. I think that that's what she's doing. Being a little like she's quite slow she's sometimes quite repetitive Mm. i just i think that's her style and i think people like it but i don't um i just i i found her to like i feel like a film like this the the tone is really important yeah striking the right tone and the funny kind of silliness I just didn't think she pulled it off and I, I didn't enjoy the bits that she was in. I don't know what it is. I can't quite put my finger on what it is about her, but she... I think it's the intentionally annoying thing. That's as close as I can get to yeah. what I'm, I'm trying to articulate.
0: Have you ever liked her in a film?
1: I haven't, no. <laughs> um, no, I just find her bothersome. <laughs> I feel like she often, like, How takes um uh attention in a scene yeah and doesn't really deliver very much and she t- takes quite a lot of attention mm. and then you're left wanting you know like, well, what, what why did we why couldn't someone else have been speaking yeah you? i don't know it's definitely a personal preference but i just i wish that they had cast somebody else in that yeah. role yeah just
0: i just I maybe don't done think something it different works. with it there was a, a bit i think the last bit that she was in before the final kind of battle yeah where the final bit with sam rockwell and alfie allen
2: mm.
0: where they were talking and then she came along and she said something really extreme
2: yeah
0: like she knew a guy who'd something and then he exploded or i don't know something yeah. like that and they were just like, oh, what? What are you talking about? And they kind of just ignored her until she left. Yeah. Now, if that had been her gimmick...
1: Yeah.
0: ...all the way through, that yeah. she's, like, mental...
1: I mean, it kind of was, but not quite.
0: Yeah. If they'd really pushed yeah. it and really gone with it, yeah. and, like, she is, like, a psychopath, and she's just not allowed to be as psychopathic because she's a yeah. woman or something, and everyone, you know, even the Nazis think that she's mental. Yeah something like that but i feel like yeah her her character in this was just what if rebel wilson was yeah. a nazi
1: yeah it is very just just
0: the, just the character her. that she There's plays no
1: like yeah there, it doesn't seem like a character
0: yeah i'd agree with that i'd agree with that um i will counter your wave of negativity with a positive. And it's something that we've mentioned before, and I imagine it's going to be one of your points as well.
1: Well, don't, don't imagine.
0: Little Believe. imagine Ro- little Roman Griffith, Griffin Davis as Jojo Betzler. Yes. Um, just super-duper cute. Like you say, he kind of held the film together. It's all about him. Um, child actors are notoriously difficult to get right, because even if you get yeah. one that's technically good at acting, if they're too good at acting... If they seem like they're acting, then it just comes yeah. across as like really like too much and stage schooly and hi, I'm really good at acting and this is me crying. Oh wow. Um and that's <laughs> Who nobody have you been likes watching? that. I've been watching all of them. We got Disney Plus, so I've been watching a lot of Disney show Disney Channel shows. Um but that kind of disney channel kind of yeah. actor
1: yeah. is it's a danger
0: and it's not what he is no he seems very earnest and very cute and he seems like the kind of child actor that you feel like couldn't really play any other part
1: apart from anana apart earnest from the part
0: that he's playing here yeah cuz yeah. it's probably not that far away from who he actually is yeah maybe and that's what you want like you've got a lot of time <laughs> yeah. to develop range yeah. But at this point, I just want you to kind of be yourself, and for Straight yourself to be not annoying. Yeah. And he wasn't. He 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 did the happy bits well. He did the sad bits well. He did the shock bits well. It was all yeah. every. You know, he was a uh, distance between his emotions and his face. Yeah. Was wafer thin. Yeah. So he, you know, you can read it all on his face, yeah. and I think that's great. Yeah. Um And I think it. It like you say, it needed it. For this to be this kind of young, cute, earnest kid, for you to get behind him, yeah, because he's you know advocating for some terrible things at yeah. different points, yeah. Um, and it needs he needed to be a you know a wide-eyed kid, and he really was, and he did it very well.
1: Yeah. I you are you were correct. It is a point of mine as well. Oh. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to add really to what you've said. I think because um, I said it so well. Yeah. Thank you. That's the first time for everything, huh? Ba-da! Um, yeah. I just thought he was really sweet, and yeah, he he, his development and you know growing up really is what he was doing. It wasn't yeah. like development, but you know, like in the traditional sense mm. of the word, really. Yeah, I think the way that he acted, it exposed, you know, the kind of madness of the mm. Nazi party, in a kind of very human way yeah and i think the fact that you, you know he's swept along with it obviously he's a child who wants to be part of a club mm-hmm. like he doesn't understand it's a game almost mm-hmm. like you know the jews are this and that and it's all silly and it doesn't have any consequences yeah until it does yeah and then and i think you know it's smart to have a child in that role because you wouldn't be as empathetic if it was an adult mm-hmm. even though the truth of the matter is a lot of adults got swept up in that. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. I'm sure lots of different reasons um, outside of just being awful racist people. But, um, yeah, I think it was kind of clever to have a kid mm-hmm. who you like, yeah. who you kind of immediately warm to um, in spite of some of the things that he says and does and thinks. Um, because I think you you feel like he's a good person, and he's going to figure it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's what I, you know, moving on maybe, but um, loved about the relationship with his mum mm. is she's, she doesn't try and fight him. She doesn't no. say no, even though she obviously doesn't believe in the Nazi party and proactively is against the Nazi yeah. party. She, she doesn't tell him no. She just tells him like, you're a kid. You don't get it. Yeah. You'll figure it out type of thing. Mm. You know? And I really liked that. And I liked his kind of arc of starting to realise... Yeah. Oh, actually, maybe I don't agree yeah. with what they're saying. But anyway, yeah. So all of those kind of earnest parts and, um, you know, the sadness that, that really kind of underlies any story that you tell about the Nazis um, was really well... um Shown through
0: him, I think. Mm. And the kind of cuteness of him getting a crush. Yeah. And not really know what it is or what, what to, to do, do with about it. it. Yeah. I think that's very empath. Like everyone can kind of yeah. remember being in that position and yeah, yeah.
1: starting to feel something. Yeah.
0: No, like, oh, she's pretty old, but okay. Yeah, that's the, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of. Yeah. yeah. Cute. I kind of like her. I don't really know why. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah. Very cute. Are you leading into another point? You said you were moving No, on. no,
1: no. No, you go.
0: Okay. Um I'll go for uh the the classic Tiffany B point. Oh. The humour. Oh. It's just very funny. Um yes. in a in a in the way that I think a Taika Y T T film will always be. Yes. Just kind of funny and silly and a little bit weird yeah. with how funny and silly yeah. it is. A little bit offbeat. Yes. Um, lots of odd little music cues, and yes. um, I really like the having the Beatles song at the beginning when the yeah. when it's showing all the Nazis to kind of as such a quick shorthand of like this is how this is how crazy people were for yeah. the Nazis in yeah. the forties. Like it's you know. Remember how people were for the Beatles? Yeah, it was like yeah. that for the Nazis. Yeah. Obviously, very different, but like.
1: Kind of not. That's that where different. we are. That's <laughs> yeah. where we are. That
0: kind of hysteria. Um, I think the. Yeah, his relationship with his little buddy is really funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, his. Uh, I think Scarlett Handsome is very funny. Yeah. And some of yeah, the things in that good. great kind of anti um, schmaltz way that's mm. always delightful it's you know it's Tony Stark talking to the kid in Iron Man 3 mm. it's you know many other examples of adults talking to kids
1: like they're adults like they're
0: adults and it's just funny yeah it's just something funny about it um especially if the kids don't really understand what's going on yeah it's, yeah it's just great uh I think um Sam Rockwell is very funny. Sam Rockwell's always funny. You love him. Because he's great. That's why you I love, love him. him. That's why I love him, because he's great. His little uh, kind of flirtation, his burgeoning love for his number two, very funny, and just kind of just played the right kind of, not yeah. too much, but just... Um, yeah. I just thought it was very funny.
3: Yeah.
0: And the... the funniest bit of course with um uh he's reading out the very cute very adorable letter that he's written from what's his name nathan aiden nathan well
2: done
0: and he writes the letters and then um elsa reveals that he actually died a couple of years ago (laughs) there's a couple of seconds of like, well, how am I going to play this? This is, <laughs> I've been caught in a lie. He just doubles down on it, which is always so funnier. It's really weird. He's been writing these letters.
1: Now. <laughs> and he holds up a blank paper. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: nothing written on it. He just tries to confidence it out. It's like, if I hold it up, she'll think, well, there must be something written on it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was giggling about that on the way home. <laughs> yeah. That
0: was funny. You had that that kind of multi-wave laughter that I always know when something really gets to you because <laughs> you have that, oh, this is funny, and then there's a couple of seconds and then you remember how funny it was and you start up again. Um, yeah, I just think it was, yeah, it was very funny. Yes. Um, little boy throwing a knife into his leg. Yeah. Um, him throwing the grenade, the grenade bouncing back and... Yeah. Blown up in front of him, his little buddy, what's his name, whatever it's called, dropping the like um, bazooka to wave oh, high yeah. to blows up the whole building. Oh god! Oh no!
1: Um, yeah. He's hilarious.
0: Just, um, just consistently funny.
1: Yes.
0: I think which is a a great um, yeah a, a rare skill for a film to have, being consistently consistently funny, always having the next thing that's got a giggle there's a giggle in that that's funny yeah um yeah, yeah. visual stuff verbal stuff mm. performance stuff all good yeah why tt strikes again
1: i i agree with you uh it wasn't i didn't quite say humor though
0: Uh-oh. i had silliness silliness
1: um which is kind of the same thing um but yes, in addition to all of the things that you, points that you've made, which I agree with. Thank you. Um, I did, I thought the Hitler thing was a little too much, but there was, there were quite a few moments of really funny bits yeah. with him. Um, but I was glad when he was done away with. Yeah. When it was time to like die down a little bit. Um. But yeah, there was some, you know, his conversations with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually think some of that was was really clever mm. because his conversations with Hitler obviously is you know it's it's a, his imaginary version of Hitler, so he's you know larger than life his beliefs are a lot more extreme or a lot more i don't know that it gets more extreme but you know more i guess silly I
0: mean yeah his beliefs are silly because these are the beliefs that jojo thinks
1: that he has but i not i guess the point i'm making is that is true but i think it also shows or serves to undercut the innate silliness in nazism yeah you know silliness is probably a you know too too light of a word but it is it's so silly it doesn't make any sense you Mm. know and him kind of grappling with some of the the kind of ideologies of you know, the ideas that they have. Um and and kind of going a bit further in a childlike way, you know, with drawing, oh, Jews look like this and they've got horns, horns and, and yeah. like whatever all of that kind of stuff was. It just it does serve to show like this is so stupid. Yeah. Like are we really saying that a whole race of people are not good based on their religion? Like what are you yeah. what's what is this? What does this even I don't know. And and so I did like the silliness because I do think even though it was over the top, mm. it just does kind of go to show how stupid yeah. these ideas were and are mm. um and how when you break them down and you try and explain them to a child, they don't really make any sense.
2: yeah
1: It's all these kind of adult, you know... Prejudices and ideas and fear that that creates things like that, parties like that, ideologies like that, um, and when you try and explain them to a child, you boil them down to, you know, some really simple ideas, and yeah. it, it just shows how stupid it is. Yeah. Um. So I actually thought that was. Um. I really enjoyed the humor, but I enjoyed that the humor kind of exposed. Yeah. Some of the beliefs for what they were, which is just insane.
0: Just silliness.
1: Well, like I say, I think silliness <laughs> is probably a little on the soft side, but the, there were they used silliness mm. to expose the madness, yeah, um, of the party, and I thought that was I thought that was smart.
0: Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, absolutely. I um, one of my points was Adolf. Oh yeah. The uh, yeah, the the character of Adolf, because I do think it yeah, it was very clever to to. A clever way of showing him kind of wrestling with, well, this is what I've been told. Yeah. But then this is what I'm seeing.
2: Yeah.
0: And Hardly I do. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like him arguing with the older version, the what the younger version of himself.
3: Yeah.
0: Of like, I used to think that. How does the, uh, And Trying yeah. to kind of work it out in his own head. So I think that was very um, clever. Like you say, it really highlights the kind of yeah the absurdity of of what these people were kind of peddling Mm. um it's it's in that similar way to the scientology episode in south park
3: Mm.
0: i've seen them talk about it but they were like we we knew we wanted to do something about scientology we're thinking what can we do what can we do and we were wrestling with it and wrestling with it until we realized that the stupidest that like the, the the best way that we could kind of say that the stuff was stupid was just to say what they believed in. was just, just to, to kind yeah. of put it out and just have the little ticker on the bottom saying this is what, peop- this is what they actually believe. Yeah. And it's, it's the same with this, it's, you know, with the horns and the thing and they can do this and they can, you know, like they're talking about vampires or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it, he, it was a, a great way of, like you say, explaining it from a, from a child's point of view cuts to the heart of an issue... Uh, uh, and makes it a lot simpler,
2: yeah,
0: and I think that's that's the thing with this film and I think that's what some people have had issues with is that it does simplify
1: yeah, and
0: does kind of in some way sugarcoat
1: yeah what is a
0: very you know serious thing. serious thing, but I think it like you say it it does it so well, and I think that it really does a good job you know by highlighting the absurdity of it of just making it laughable. I think yeah. I think laughing at things that are ridiculous yeah. is is the best way to tackle them.
1: Yeah. It's like you can't argue with madness. No. It's the moment you start to engage in a debate about that, yeah. you're also mad.
0: Yeah. And 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 doing it from an adult's point of view, there's all these kind of clauses and shades yeah. of grey and stuff. But from a kid, a kid is black and white, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. And then when they start to kind of question things, it all gets a bit silly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that the Hitler character was very useful from a storytelling point of view, very funny um, in a, a lot of points in just, you know, just saying things that it's inherently ridiculous coming out yeah. of, you know, Hitler's mouth. But also, the thing that I like the most about him was that he was used very sparingly. Yeah. So he's all over the marketing of it, obviously, yeah. because it's a really interesting visual of having yeah. this kid with an imaginary friend who's Hitler, and especially one who, you know, looks like a Maori guy. It it would have been too much if there'd been more of him.
3: Yeah. It, it works yeah, so much too, better in small yeah.
0: doses. And they did only have him in small doses. And I think that worked really well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I liked when he was there and I liked it even more because he wasn't there that much.
1: Yeah, he's he was a clown and yeah. it, I think it would have been too much, yeah, if he'd been there much more. Yeah. Like the tone wouldn't have been right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I the agree. kind
0: of the joke of him, yeah. oh, isn't it, isn't it funny to hear Hitler say something like that? Yeah. Isn't that weird? And him talk about it in the way that we might talk about it today yeah. and not use the language that was of the time. And isn't that funny? And it is funny but it's not funny for that long. No. <laughs> so you need to come in, make it funny and then leave it to something else. Yeah, and I think it did. It had the good sense to do that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, kind of linking to that point, but um, I felt that uh, I, I liked, I liked the kind of humanizing um, that it did for all of, for everyone, really. Okay. Like not for Hitler, which I think is important not to you know, I think that's a line no one wants <laughs> yeah. to cross. Um but what was he
0: really like <laughs> behind closed doors?
1: Um but I think it, it it obviously humanized um like Elsa and the Jewish kind of plight,
3: mm-hmm. which
1: is you know somewhat easy to do because obviously you will empathise with victims, victims of madness. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and and I forget what uh, Scarlett Johansson's character's name is, but, like, the the protesters, you know, the mm-hmm. anti-Nazi... Um,
0: Rosie, apparently. Rosie
1: people like her. mm mm-hmm. um, And then, obviously, the, I think very importantly and very cleverly, the, the adult Nazis are largely silly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not serious. Mm -hmm. It's not like... This isn't a serious meditation on Nazism. Um, But uh, you do get, like, a little kind of grey area with um, old Sam Rockwell's character at the end.
0: Captain Klinsendorf.
1: Yes. He, (laughs) um, you know, does a nice thing for Jojo uh, to try and save him. And I, I, I like that. I like the... The kids as well. You know, you see all these kids and you think, oh, God, these are going to grow up to be Nazis. Isn't isn't that awful? Um, And seeing it from Jojo's point of view, you think, because maybe some of these people just wanted to be part of a club. And they're like insane. It shows you the danger of like people not feeling included in Mm. something. And I don't know. I thought that was smart. And so I liked that it didn't say um, people are bad or people are good. That's it. Full stop. It was like, there's all sorts of areas, you know, of grey. There's all sorts of shades of grey. But ultimately, you do align yourself with some, you know, you either align yourself with good or bad, yeah. ultimately. And that will define you. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that you're pure evil, but it does mean that you're, you're wrong. Yeah. You know? And so I liked that because in a film that, you know, didn't really have to have that shade of grey. No um it chose to do that and i think that that's i think it's clever and i think it's important to remember that people who do terrible things are still people and you need to under i don't know i think it's important you know in a historical contexts context to understand them is to try to prevent something like that from happening again yeah you know and it's easy to say these evil terrible people and, you know, that's it. But when you get so many people together, yeah. you're like, they can't all be. Like, yes, the leaders are. Yes, a lot of them are. But what's going on with these other people, these mm. normal people? What are they doing? Are they scared? Are they just, are they evil? Like, what's going on? I just think it was kind of smart and interesting to have this kind of person who wasn't all bad. Yeah. Doing something that is objectively bad. Yeah. You know? And then, like, the kids. Like I say, I think the kids is smart because it shows you how easily people go along with terrible things (laughs) to be part of a community, to be part of a society, to be part of a club. Um, Yeah. It shows... And, again, it just shows the madness of it all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I thought it addressed that um, really well. and, And maybe even... By doing that showed, uh, I don't know, like, exposing the potential that something like this could happen again. Mm. Because if you, if you believe that this is in the in the past and, and these people were, you know, just evil people or just a, I don't know, a, a moment in time. Yeah. Then you forget that this kind of thing could happen again. Mm. You forget that. The uncomfortable truth is, in our day and age today, there are people that believe these terrible things. Yeah. You know, so I think it's I think it's smart to kind of create a world where it's not black and white. Yeah. And be like, well, these people aren't all bad. Yeah. They're doing terrible things, but why are they doing terrible things? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean that's. that's pretty much one of my one of my points oh. um the idea that war is fought by ordinary people
1: yeah I yeah this, it was the normalness of the yeah. people on the on the ground
0: and I think you, who are these people you made a good point earlier by saying that this feels like quite a small film
1: yeah
0: and that it's not you know, Hitler's in it, but it's not actually Hitler. It's not talking about Hitler. It's not talking about Goebbels or Goering or, you know, Himmler or whoever it is. Um, It's, it's not talking about the people who are kind of writing the, you know, the manifestos. It's talking about the people who are just kind of carrying out the actions and not to say that, well, you know, we're just following orders, but I think it's, there's the bit at the end in the, in the final battle where they're, it's obviously, you know, looking pretty shit for the Nazis, but the people fighting aren't even wearing the uniforms. It's like the the German Shepherds, which is a great gag. Yeah, That's a fantastic gag. Um, But it's just normal people. Yeah. Because, and they're just, you know, fighting for their country.
1: Yeah.
0: And they don't. So they believe. Yeah, they, they, you know, uh, have been carried along with it to the point that they're not questioning... Why are we doing this? Is this the right thing to be doing? Yeah. But they're being hit over the head all the time with, oh, you know, this is for well, Germany. And this is for the, They're scared.
1: They're scared to fight. They're scared to say no. I don't believe in this as yeah. well. Like some people.
0: There's, and I th- again, I think this this is where some of the. Criticism. Criticisms have come from that it's, it's kind of underplaying how terrible the Nazis are and, and by kind of redeeming Klenzendorf to some degree. I mean, he still gets, you know, murdered, you have to believe, or shot by firing squad or whatever. Um, you know, aside from Rebel Wilson and Merchant, there's no kind of... And even that, I mean, she does terrible things, but Merchant doesn't do it. He's just kind of doing his job. You don't see him like.
1: Oh, I don't know. I feel like he's the one that he's the one that I think is very, like, objectively bad. Okay. It just seems kind of the awful nature of coming into someone's house, yeah, questioning them and
0: yeah, and I don't know. Um, but just the I I yeah. So I I think in a film like this or a story like this, you can either go down. It. it the every you know everyone is all the bad guys are real bad guys.
2: Yeah.
0: Or all the but what this try to do is is to have a, a bit of a, a shade of grey, and I think, like you say, yeah. that's a that's a harder idea.
2: Yeah.
0: To put across, well, not to put across, but a harder idea it's to the, swallow. Yeah. Is to the taint. idea that they're not evil? Is the idea that they're. They've just been lured in by something awful, that, or the,
1: that, yeah, yeah,
0: that they're just kind of regular people because then like you say that brings up the idea that well this could be happening today, yeah. or the people that are you know perpetrating terrible things that are going on today aren't evil either,
3: yeah,
0: and it's the it's it's getting that balance between you know uh, somebody who murders somebody are they? Are they? Do we just kind of wipe our hands with them and they're bad, and we kind of mm. do the rubber stamp on their forehead that just says I'm evil, or is the is there a reason why they're doing this? Mm. And you know, are they a victim of circumstance, or and it's a difficult question to ask.
1: Yeah, because it's easier to say it's black and white. This person evil. is evil get rid of, but the truth, the hole. like I say, the cu- uncomfortable truth about Nazism is that. There were so many people that followed this party. Yeah. That you'd have to believe that Germany just happened to have a huge concentration of truly evil people. Versus the rest of the world. And that's what drove it. Yeah. That's, That's the easy answer. Yeah. The uncomfortable truth is there were normal people like you and me. Yeah. And... And you a, can, and you know, this could happen again. People yeah. can make terrible decisions again yeah. in the right or wrong circumstances. Yeah. And so believing that a normal person could do something like this or believe in something like this, if it's easier to believe that it couldn't happen. Yeah. Than it is to say it could happen again. Mm. Or and, and you know, these were normal people. This was someone's dad, someone's yeah. friend, someone's whatever. you know some of these people were educated people mm. like it, it, it's not it's not black and white yes yeah. is is what I took away from the film, and I think that that is uncomfortable. It sounds mm. like people are not enjoying that mm. um but i I think it's uh it's an important thing to think about yeah gosh. I got serious.
0: Wow. Are we even talking about the film anymore or are we just talking about talking about historical nazism and and you know after uh, post World War 1 so the my sanctions last place.
1: <laughs> point is um, a positive and it's about Scarlett Johansson and amazing Mackenzie um I just thought they were both really good in their roles and um, you know, funny and likable. Um, but more than that I thought they would, you know, they were the heart of the film. Mm. They were the warmth and the love and the light. Yeah. Um and they weren't in kind of helpless women roles. I mean, obviously Elsa is trapped in yeah. in, you know, that world at that time. But, you know, she's 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 she, you get the impression that she's independent, mm. like in the end when it's um when he's left with her, it's just them two. You feel like she'll, she'll figure it out. She'll, yeah. she'll, you know, help him out, make, figure out what to do. Um, yeah. And, you know, she's funny and smart and she, the way she engages with Jojo is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she kind of pokes at him and, you know, enjoys that kind of big sisterly relationship. Um... You know, but obviously her story is heartbreaking. And then Scarlett Johansson as well. Just so warm and silly and lovely. Um, And I love her relationship with him. Mm. It's really cute. And then I love that she's, you know, helping this girl that she doesn't know um, just because she knows it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so I think those two kind of held... The heart of the film. And I think, you know, with all those things that we were just discussing of, like, well, it's a little bit grey and it's not it's not black and white. The Nazis aren't universally bad. Like, um, if you didn't have these two on the other side being kind of universally good, mm. it might have been harder to take. Yeah. But you see through these two women the, you know, different plights that people had to deal with. Um. You know, and then how they dealt with it, which, like you said before, was was with love and kindness and hope.
2: Mm. And,
1: um, you know, a story with Nazis and it needs that. Yeah. Because otherwise we'd just all kill ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I thought they were both great. Really, mm. really good. Really um, enjoyable to watch and, yeah. You know, bring a lot of, like I say, the heart between them two and Jojo, like... That's the story. Yeah. That's the emotion. Yeah. Um so yeah, I thought they were really, really good.
0: Yeah, I think um I think Thomasy e. McKenzie, I mean, this is only the second film that we've seen her in.
1: What is she in? I can't I recognised her that
0: Leave no trace film with Ben Foster where they were living yes. off the grid and
1: Yes. Yeah. She, had to do with she that. was really good she in that. She was really good in that. She was very good in this as well. yeah She's so sweet. So and... she's kind of two for two. Yeah.
0: Um, And Scarlett Johansson, I think people, because she's, you know, one of the highest paid actresses in the world and she's in so many really big films. She's in all the Avengers films, even though she does really good work in the Avengers films. Um, She's in, you know, Ghost in the Shell and all these kind of films. Yeah. People forget that she's a really good actor. Yeah. People forget that she started in, you know, Lost in Translation and Ghost World and all these kind of odd Weird little films that yeah. she was really good in, um, and I think she's yeah she's great in this. Um, she yeah creates such a such a bond with Jojo and yeah I like like you say she, she she's kind of universally you know she's she's you know good yeah but there's issues of like well should she have fought back on, against Jojo's beliefs a little more. Should she have done this? Mm. Should she, but you get the sense, especially with the dad not being in the picture, that she's just doing the best she can in a very difficult yeah. situation. And so I think that's good, that she's not this paragon of like, everything she does is perfect. Yeah. That she's just trying to do the best thing she can.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I th- yeah, I think Thomas Mackenzie was really good as well. Some um, reviews that I've read have uh, criticised her, Lack of agency, really. And it's like she's a fucking
1: what was she Jew meant to being do? held in the t- She would be killed. Would, wouldn't would, she?
0: Are we, are we, would we criticize Anne Frank for not having enough? For not, well, why is she just waiting in the attic all the time? Why is Silly. this just like fucking
1: ridiculous? But I think you feel like she would if she could. Yeah, she's not the kind she's not like a damsel in distress type no. of character. She seems like you know she's itching to get out. Um, so I think that's I think that's unfair.
0: Stupid. Um, but yeah, I th- I think that the relationship that um, it creates between Jojo and his mum is key to the film and is key to my final point.
1: I know what it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a scene.
0: It is. It's a moment, as I often like to do. Uh, and it's Scarlett Jansen's death. Yes. It just gutting
1: yeah in a
0: in a way that i just wasn't prepared for at all in this film it's all very oh nazis (laughs) we don't like the jews oh you silly adolf and then boom she's been hanged in the middle of the fucking yeah there's no goodbye there's no and you've and it's so powerful because you feel just like jojo you feel so like that was so abrupt and what do i do now yeah What's next? Yeah, and it's set up oh, so well oh with the f- with the shoes as well. There's yeah. two, you know, and what wonderful shoes they were! I Gosh. mean, it, she was a stylish mama jama. Um, but it, yeah, really hit me. It was a yeah. real gut punch. Yeah, um, and wouldn't have been as effective if a their relationship hadn't been so sweet, and b it hadn't been so funny. Yeah is something that we talk about quite a lot the idea of a film being either funny or serious yeah i think is absurd yeah and this is as as you know purified an example of that as i can think of it wouldn't the fact that it's comedy and tragedy just yeah punched up right next to each other makes it so powerful yeah it, it wouldn't be as tragic if... No, or it would you'd,
1: have to work harder yeah. to be as tragic. If yeah.
0: you'd had a clue that this kind of sadness was going to happen in this yeah. film. But the fact that it's... A, he gets blown up, and it's and it's, it's a comedy. It's funny, yeah. It's a... Oh, and, he gets, and he blows up, and then, he, you know, he's disfigured, and people are making jokes about how disfigured he is. and blah, blah, blah. It's funny. Mm. And then he looks up, and he sees those shoes. And you just... Yeah. That's war, yeah, that's war. well,
1: and that's the risk she took, yeah, by being a you know
0: by trying to do the right thing, yeah, um, yeah, just super duper powerful, yeah, and um, yeah, I just think it was it was incredible,
1: yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, it did it surprised me. it did take me by surprise, and then but then I think really what got me was him crying, yeah, into her legs, and you're just like,
2: oh, yeah. God.
1: And it did make me think, like you say, towards the end of the film, as well, there's all these little kids mm. left in this it's so, yeah. so sad, it you know makes you think how awful war is, yeah. and you should know that, like you know you do know that, but you don't really mm. you don't you think, oh, isn't that terrible? You're all these people have it, died, and then you don't think about the people that are left, yeah, like what do you do when your world has been bombed and your mum is dead and you're on your own yeah like it just breaks my heart to think mm. of kids you know on their own it's so sad yeah like him you're just like oh my god yeah he's got no dad he, now he's got no mom he's in the middle of a war his only what's friend he gonna do?
0: is a f- fugitive from yeah <laughs> he he legally can't be friends yeah. with
1: yeah, his life is constantly at risk. Yeah. It's just, yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. But like you say, I think the humor, you know, gets you on one level. You're kind of trotting along and then it kind of punches you in the gut. Yeah. Like, this isn't funny.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like, this is war.
0: But people then, died. And then again, that sadness doesn't preclude you from laughing again.
1: Yeah. Well, Be- you need to because that's you're what like, people do. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. I can't deal with this. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's, yeah, the, 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 the two can intermingle, yeah, in really intimate ways, and it doesn't make it less funny or less sad. in In some ways, it it heightens both.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, so, what were your points?
1: Oh, I've closed my pad. Um, we'll open it again, okay. woman. All right, okay. Negative, Rebel Wilson. Positive, uh, Roman Grivis Griffin Davis. Day fish uh, positive.
0: Roman
1: <laughs> <Griffindi> <laughs> silliness. Positive humanizing characters and positive Scarlett Johansson and Thomasine McKenzie.
0: The ladies. Yeah. Uh, my points were, thanks for asking. Uh, mum Death. Very sad. Positive Jojo. Very cute. Positive. Sparing use of Adolf. Mm. Very funny. Uh, positive war is fought by ordinary people. Very thought provoking mm. and positive. Very funny. Very funny.
1: <laughs> so five. It was
0: a five. For Daniel, out of five for Daniel FJ Swan. Wow. What about you? It
1: was a four out of five for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah,
0: I was. I was weighing it up. I was weighing it up, and I thought. I thought of some negative points. Mm. But I thought, is any of these are any of these enough Hmm. to constitute an entire point?
3: I guess you decided no, no,
0: no. You know, there have been there have been stronger fives out of fives that we've done. But um, I think to something that I don't like is by holding by making the only things that can be a five out of five be this perfect film. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, really, it should be. Hundred divided into six chunks. Yeah. And the bottom one's a zero and then it's one and then it's two and then it's so the fives should, you know, range quite a lot. Yeah. Um and I thought, yeah, five out of five. Don't absolutely. have to justify
1: it to me if that's if that's your opinion.
0: But as ever, yeah with a five out of five or a naught out of five mm. because no film is perfect or opposite of perfect. Unperfect. Imperfect. But not but it won't be the opposite of it. Terrible. Shit. Univer- un- unilaterally shit. Um, so I need to make some th- say some things that I didn't like. Okay. One of them will be Rebel Wilson. You've already Just mentioned it.
1: Stealing my points, In okay. In
0: her uh, performance and lack of character.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't like, and it's only one gag, so it seems harsh, but I didn't like the gag about the clones. I don't remember. Uh,
1: when
0: they're looking for jobs for Jojo to do, and Rebel Wilson says, oh, maybe he can walk the oh, clones, yeah. and it just cuts to this shot of all these clones sitting there. Hmm. That's from a different film. Like, that's, that's not for... that can't... Oh, I
1: don't know. Were Nazis working on clones? Probably.
0: I mean, I imagine so, but it just seemed really... Like, it's a funny little gag, but it's from a film that's much more absurd than this, which seems ridiculous because there's a, you know imaginary Hitler or whatever, but the real stuff seemed relatively real. Um and yeah, just that kind of clones thing was just kind of weird. Yeah. I don't really um
1: I I would bucket that under Rebel Wilson.
0: <laughs> she wrote that. Um Although interestingly those clones were played by um the Triplets or whatever. Yeah, brothers of, of the kid, wasn't it? Roman and oh, Griffin Davis. And finally, um and finally I maybe could have done with Elsa being a little more Jewish I don't know I don't know how what necessarily that, that could have come across but it didn't seem very I don't know I just could have done with it her character having a bit more Jewishness about her
1: What do you mean physically
0: I don't know just like and for for that to have been something that aided in Uh, Jojo's kind of rehabilitation of seeing what, you know, because a a lot of it was just about kind of what Jewish people are not.
3: Mm.
0: And so maybe having something about what Jewish people are or what Jewish people do believe in or do celebrate or do, you know,
3: Mm.
0: should like, I don't know, when they were on their own after his mum died, maybe if she'd made him some kind of Jewish food or, I don't know, I don't know, maybe this is a bad point. Maybe I'll cut this out, but... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I, I think that's fair to say it talked a lot about what Jewish people are not um, rather than what they are. Um, but I don't know. I think it would have seemed a little clunky.
0: Maybe. Maybe, yeah. So that was our <laughs> spoiler-filled review of uh, Jojo Rabbit. Tiffany B, thank you for um, talking and getting so deep into the Nazi mythology with me.
1: You're welcome.
0: Um, What did we learn?
1: Gosh, I guess my biggest takeaway was um, that, against all odds, Hitler was hilarious.
0: (laughs) Hitler was a funny guy.
1: Right? You never hear about that. No. You never hear about him being a silly sausage. His
0: funny voices, all his different things. I think him being so funny means that, for me, I don't think I'll ever look at the Nazis in the same way again.
1: Well, how did you look at them before?
0: Cheers! (laughs)